Yo, 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 back at it again with another episode. We're a day late, but we're not a buck short today. But we are a man down. We just got the best in today. Our boy Andrew is having some personal diarrhea or some kind of issue, but it's all good because we're here to pick up the slack. We got your boy here, Khan. We got Matt with me, and we're going to be dropping it and giving it to you everything we got for today. So what you been up to, Matt? Nothing. Watching Big Brother. Um, How's that going? Playing, playing, uh, it's going all right, man. It's kind of a boring season. Uh, ah, the house house got split like the first day. Like yeah. So instead of like the like buildup of trust and stuff, people just immediately started forming two different sides of the house. So it, from that point, it comes whoever wins the head of household takes the other side out pretty much, and now it's just boring because uh, it's been happening the whole season up until. Up yeah, until the factions yeah. running each other, but besides that, anything else going on? How's the kiddo? How's the wife? How's how's work going? Kid is cool. Uh, wife is good. Uh, works going good. Got my got my job offer today, so that has been signed. Nice, man. Which means tomorrow I go look at my PC. I'm gonna see if I can get it get it uh, ordered tomorrow. I think you're gonna piece it together. Or you're gonna put it all together. Uh, I'm gonna piece it together, but someone's gonna. I'm not, I'm not building it. Someone's gonna build it for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, smart move, man. Get it with a warranty, dude, just in case, just in case. But um, that's good, man. You're gonna build a, a game more for gaming. You're gonna do for more of like a whole product kind of thing, like your a general PC. Uh, gaming, gaming. I don't have any specific re- like. I don't have anything else to do with it besides game. Yeah. Um, my TikTok stuff and my editing's done on my phone anyway, so that's. Doesn't yeah, man. for that. Um, but yeah, just gaming. Well, that's good to hear. Good to hear. Good to hear. So, and you, you pick up any new games for the Switch? Any uh, new shows you've been watching, or is it just trying to catch up on some old content? Uh, got back to the YouTube stuff. So, like, watching, uh, well, Mr. Beach had like two videos I watched. Uh, watching some podcasts. I started watching Drewski's YouTube channel. Drewski's oh, hilarious. Uh, Clayton Record stuff is so funny. Um, shows though, I am trying to find some shows. Um, I think I'm gonna try that Jason Momoa show called C or something like that. The one, uh, Apple TV, that one? yeah, Apple TV. Uh, there's actually yeah. a lot of Apple TV shows I was gonna I was gonna pick up, but I know my time is so limited that whenever I have time, I'm just playing Call of Duty. Yeah, I feel you on that, dude. Uh, especially right now with with way content is it it is there's nothing that's blockbuster that like you gotta watch. It's right now we're just trying to pick up on all the things that uh, we put on the back burner to watch those those triple A titles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, man, I I'm in the same boat. Dude. Work's been good. Um, passed my test. You know, finished promoted out of the class. I already got promoted to hopefully hopefully being in the first class to do financials to get a little bit of a Money increase, but you know, don't count the ducks until they're there. But twisting my fingers and hoping and hoping and hoping. But yeah, yeah. Um, so I was gonna go watch the Blue Beetle tonight, but uh, there's some other things that got me sidetracked that I'm gonna be doing. But uh, what's your thoughts so far? What's what's what have you heard? What's your reaction to a lot of the positive and negative news about Blue Beetle? I've heard no negative actually, outside of, like it's gonna bomb in the box office, which is like, yeah. Uh... I mean, it's not like no fault of the movies, I should say. Uh, yeah. But I've heard nothing but good things. I heard he does a good job with it. Um, I just, I know it's going to flop, unfortunately. 
but I've heard nothing but good yeah. things though. Literally, everything's come out has been has been good things, and I'll watch it at some point. I have other things on my mind that I'm looking to watch. Like I want to watch Oppenheimer again, um, mm. and I don't really want to waste my time with Blue Beetle. Uh, so I'll probably just watch TMNT or something like that. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm in a weird, I'm in a weird thing where like, I do want to go see Blue Beetle, but I really don't want to waste a ticket on Blue Beetle. Kind of weird. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. If, if my, if my youngest boy wouldn't have saw the trailer on his iPad and was like, dad, I want to go watch that. I kind of, I kind of would have been like, I'm cool. I'm not watching it and just waiting for it to come to a streaming service. But he wants to go to the movies. He wants to go watch it. So I'm like, you know. I haven't taken him to the movies in a hot minute, especially just me and him. And yeah. uh, if if he wants to go, I'm 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 all in. Um, I really sure want to watch Turtles, but he he was telling me he wanted to watch Turtles, and then he saw this, and he was like, "I want to go watch that." So that's where we're gonna watch. Um, it, you know, it is his birthday weekend from Monday, so yeah. hot dogs and hopefully the Blue Beetle is how hot I'm gonna dogs. pop I'm excited. off. You excited, know what for, I mean? excited for the chocolate cake tomorrow. To be honest. Dude, me too, man. But I don't. I'm the thing. I'm gonna pass on that, dude. My my guts been been eating cafeteria food at my office, and it's just like trying to stay as healthy as possible eating it, and it just it's coming yeah. out one way, not how it's coming going in. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, I need to relax. I'm like on my ninth gallon of water, trying to cleanse myself, pretty much. But you know, we'll divert from that because I'm pretty sure nobody wants to hear that. Probably but not. Yeah, hard pass. So, uh, living legend, the man himself, uh, Mr. Call of Duty. Uh, I I butcher his name every time, but uh, you were telling me earlier that he is walking away from the Call of Duty. Oh yeah, franchise. Yeah, man. Man, Ronnie walking away. I'm not a Black Ops guy, and and I know he is the man for Black Ops, but he is his game. His first game is what got me into Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Um, Big Red One uh, yeah. was was a great game. Um, Call of Duty Two, just it. I bought it on the 360 and I played for hours, dude. It Call of Duty Three kind of sucked, but Call of Duty Two was what hooked me. Going uphill, playing King of the Castle with the Luger. That was the first time everybody in the lobby could hear each other. So everybody was just saying the most profound. I I, I don't even know what to say. I heard so much language that i can't even put into categories on like the things i heard as yep. yeah that's how where i think i became a man because i was like googling what is this uh maybe not you know what i mean like i got called things that i don't wish on my worst enemy but if yeah. it wasn't for that man i probably wouldn't be playing call of duty i wouldn't have got the the bug the hook the itch the scratch whatever you want to call it but uh yeah so what do you think about that yeah i mean I know you're a Modern Warfare 3 guy, Modern Warfare 2 guy, uh, the old ones. Uh, yeah, but it's undoubtedly and unprecedentedly that Black Ops 2 is the best Call of Duty of all time. I would say for every f- if you ask five people, four of them say Black Ops 2 is the best one. Yeah, I agree with it. You have the one that says Modern Warfare 3, usually. Those are your top twos. Um, and Vonderhaar is single-handedly responsible for that. I would say the last 10 years, um, he's had the best games. Um, Cold War was the best of the last four years. Uh, Black Ops 3 was the best of the Jetpack games. And um, Black Ops 4, which is uh, probably our last actual good COD um, that we've had. So every game that he's responsible for has, has been good. I always say in Treyarch we trust because Treyarch usually is the best. It's only because Vonderhaar, though. He listens to the people. 
Uh, so Vanderhaar is gone now, and he was a big advocate for the competitive scene, um, and he really stressed competitively. That's the only reason why league play plays exist now because he put it in his game in Black Ops Two. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm sad to see him go. I'm interested to see what he's working on next. He does have some kind of project he says he's working on, uh, but with Treyarch having the next game, and they now no longer have a creative director, I'm very concerned for next year. All of a sudden, when I had the mindset of in Treyarch we trust next year. Uh, so we'll see what happens, but I'm sad to see Ronder Hart go. I'm, I hope whatever he does, it works out well for him because he was sitting comfy for the last 18 years doing this and uh, he's doing something else. I don't know what it is, but yeah, man, he, he he's, he's done the, he made COD uh, Black Ops. I'm reading it right here. His, some of his biggest games, his big, one of his, his biggest game is Black Ops three. Um, but, Man, he has some some bangers, dude. Like I loved Ghost. I thought Ghost was amazing. I played Black Ops Three. Didn't play Black Ops Four. Um, Black Ops Two was fun. Uh, Black Ops One, uh, kind of got the bug, but I was also being jaded because of coming off Modern Warfare Three. It was a new thing. Um, but man, I, th- I think he's going to be missed. I think he's going to be. Uh, I think somebody who fills those shoes is going to have to come with the love. They can't come with the. I'm from coming from a halo and this is what we did. Like it's going to have to be someone who really, truly loves the call of duty franchise to, to even step in that man's shadows and give us a product that is worth playing. And like you said, I'm kind of nervous now because lately Activision has been nothing but a cash grab. So what does that say for the future? I don't know, but we're going to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's in a weird spot for sure. I think this next year is going to be pretty good from what they've announced. Uh, but the year after that, it's going back to Sledgehammer, uh, or not Sledgehammer, going back to uh, Infinity Ward. We're going to have some worries because Joe Seacott, the guy that's the lead developer of Infinity Ward, he uh, he completely ignores everybody all the time. And yes, he his, does. His game is dying because of it. A hundred percent. And what's weird is like the first one, two Call of Duty, the Infinite Warfare or Infinity War games were bangers, dude. They were amazing. And then I don't know what happened to the I want to say it's that's when they broke up and they kind of just left. Uh, And then they got like the new blood in who just didn't have that kind of OG thought process on a game. And then their games lately have been shit. And yeah. Yeah, if it wasn't for them already having the blueprint of soap and price and and this legendary story, I think mm. they would have shit the bed. Right now, they're banking on us and our nostalgia on a growing up with with soap and growing up with uh, uh, Captain Price. These are things that I think Call of Duty is banking on because if you watch that new trailer, it is nothing but price. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Show us some new stuff. And it's always new price. Yeah. It's always going to be priced, but like, and I know he's the money maker, him ghost, but like, show us something new, man. Because right now you're you're like, I'm I'm not pre-ordering this one because I pre-ordered the last one, and what did it do for me? I got three skins that I never use, and that's it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was I was listening to a podcast today with some of the guys that uh, that got. Remember the early access to this one where they had the big hanger and they all the co- content creators were there and they were playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, remember that? Uh, a lot of those dudes signed contracts with with Activision and wh- whoever uh, to give feedback that they're going to be giving feedback. They're going to be giving uh, collective criticism to the developers, the suits, 
what they need to change, what they needed to fix. And a lot of those content creators were like, dude, they didn't listen to anything we said. Not one thing. It's like they use this as advertisement. And then that was see you later. And yeah, I could definitely see that because this the that game failed hard. The 2.0 of Warzone was dog crap. You know what I mean? Nobody wanted to play it. Um, it just wasn't there. You know, and I don't think I the content like, creators. This is gonna be tough to like explain, but I don't think they should be even the ones that go to in the first place. Content creators should not be the ones that they're going to to ask about feedback for the game. No offense to like Nick Merckx and Tim and Courage and all those big guys, but they left Call of Duty years ago. They don't deserve to have feedback on the game all of a sudden. Um, mm-hmm. The pro players who play this game eight hours a day, they need to be the ones that get communicated with, especially because they're a part of your franchise directly. Um, yeah, that is true. So I didn't think about that. The content creators, is, is, as much as some of them say they want to, you know, what's best for the game so they can play all the time, they really don't. They just want what's trending. I mean, if you think about it, they went from like Among Us to Fall Guys. And those things got dropped Fast. in a matter of seconds uh, because yeah. they just, they're on whatever wave they can get on to pop off for the stream. Uh, now, there are some like true Call of Duty streamers looking at guys like like uh, like Bobby. Um, Bobby, and you know, I think Courage would go back to it if it was good enough. Um, but generally speaking, if content creators aren't putting time into play the game anyway, I'm not going to listen to them regardless. But the developer, these developers at Infinity Ward, they don't care anyway in the first place. Yeah. Like they're, they're, these are the wrong people to even like. You should know that these developers at Infinity Ward specifically are not taking any feedback. They haven't done it since mm-hmm. it's Infinite Warfare, I would say. Um, so that's why Treyarch was like, I'm like, hey, at least every three years I get a Treyarch one. Uh, although this year Sledgehammer is looking like they're they're looking like they're coming for redemption. I'm I'm happy with what they're doing so far. Yeah, uh, me too. But so you coming from um, me too, coming from a multiplayer background where we played multiplayer a lot, um, we did get heavy into the war, or I got heavy into the war zone for Verdansk. Didn't really play when it came to war zone. Um, what was the second one? Caldera. Um, Caldera. I just, yeah, I didn't really care for it because the game mode just wasn't for me. What game was that? Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, I just thought for it was Caldera? trash. I just no, yeah, for Caldera, right? Um, yeah. it went Caldera. Cold War then. Like cold, did it go Cold War then Vanguard, or Vanguard Cold War? Uh, cold War was what? first. Okay, so <clears throat> I didn't play Cold War. I played a little bit of it, but I didn't play it as much as I played the other games. But Vanguard and Caldera, it just it dropped off. The new Call of Duty comes out. We both jumped on uh, Warzone. We had a lot of fun. We got a couple dubs. Uh, here and there, but it died fairly quickly. Yeah. Now, me and you are not Warzone enthusiasts, but what would something that Warzone could do to get you back into that? What 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 would you say? Maybe list a couple things. What would you say? Yeah, the map is trash. <laughs> um, overall map design is yes. awful. So, um, it's not small enough. Um, that's the first thing. There's no like central like the looting there's no it's it's so random with looting that there's no centralized position for like immediate gunfights it's like examples like apex legends they tell you where the rare loot is when you drop so everyone goes there and they fight and it just makes it exciting for the first i don't know two minutes uh yeah. warzone doesn't have that um the map is awful it's just way too spread far apart like if one if you're in a building 
okay, th- there's actually a lot of things that go on because of just the core gameplay mechanics of this game. Yeah. Footsteps are way too loud. Way um, too loud. I shouldn't be able to hear someone three buildings over, which causes me to not move and vice versa. Um, okay. The other thing is that the because the map is so wide and so big, I can't move from place to place easily uh, because I'm going to get caught running for 30 minutes. Um, so there's just a lot wrong with the map. I I think the map, the map is the big thing. If they just shrink it down a lot and then if they fix, they fix footsteps, which I think they're going to in this next game, um, I think it'll be okay. But honestly, I mean, I don't, I've never liked Warzone in the first place. The first Warzone wasn't bad. Uh, Verdansk was actually a pretty good map. Uh, but I was such a big fan of Blackout that I think that's the way they should have stayed and kept it. Mm -hmm. And they they just ruined it with with Warzone, and now they can't figure out how to get that um, hook back or anything like that. But yeah. again, Infinity War has been terrible at map design in general, so I wasn't surprised this map was terrible. Um, yeah. But they need to do a lot of things to fix Warzone, and I think making it smaller and more fast paced is going to be the big thing. It's not it's not fast paced enough for a Call of Duty shooter. Yeah, and then I, I I totally agree with this. I I feel like they tr- like Verdansk had enough space in between buildings for you to be possibly be sniped, but then for also you to get under and get some cover. You know what I mean? You weren't just running for three football fields. Hopefully, hopefully I don't get sniped, 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 and then you get sniped. Like yeah. it, it, I get it. Yeah. Um, the newer maps, the smaller ones. There's like a European map. I can't remember what it's called. Where it looks like it's like a small like little city. It's a good map. I really like it. It's just there's too many buildings you can stand on top of and control way too much. And it's kind of annoying because the map is it's it's small enough where you can be on one building and float across the whole map. So it's mm-hmm. like it's it, it's just weird. Um, yeah. I do like the mechanics of how you can move faster now, but it's just like it, you have to have the equal balance of movement versus uh, cover and shoot. And I just either has too much cover or it's just not enough, but there's nothing that's getting me hooked to jump back in. And to be honest with you, and this is weird for me to say, I have been stuck to my Razer Kishi. I've been playing the shit out of a Call of Duty mobile, dude. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I've been playing ranked on Call of Duty mobile and I'm looking forward to it. Mobile it's good. so weird. I, I love the mechanics. I love the speed, the gun, the looting. It's, 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 it's entertaining. I, I'm liking it. Um, and I feel like that fun is definitely missing in the BR world right now. I'm a huge anime fan and we'll switch over to, uh, back to war or call of duty real quick. But, uh, Fortnite is, is I'm, I'm getting bored with it, man. They're adding new stuff that I thought I would be so excited for, but it's just, it's doing nothing for me. So we'll, we'll finish up this call of duty topic real quick. So this new one coming out, we all love the story. Call of duty tells a good story. Almost every game that's come out, Great story. They don't shit the bed on the stories. Yeah. But are you paying $70 for this next Call of Duty because of the story? Or are you paying $70 because of the package? Is the price confirmed? Uh, as Did of right now, on pre-order, I saw $69.99. Okay. Let me, let me, let me double first. check. I'm going to double check that too because I saw on you're, you're probably You're probably right, to be honest with you. Um, I haven't looked at the pricing because I don't. So I'm buying it either way. <laughs> oh, but yeah, let me see. Um, pre-order Vault Edition Cross Gen Standard. There's no price on here. What is going on with you, Call of Duty? 
Uh, pre-order Modern Warfare 3. Yeah, I see $69.99 for Call of Duty 3 pre-order bonus in store. Okay, so there's one. There's yeah. a grip load, and I yeah, see, see $69.99. Okay, cool. $9.99 for the Vault Edition. Yeah, way too many different pre-orders to Call of Duty. Way too many, dude. Yeah, uh, so only has two. Mine only has two for, for PC. But so I have... Oh, you get tier skips. For, well, that's for the $99 one. So the first one, you get a skin. Mm -hmm. uh, soap operator pack. You can use it now. And whatever. Uh, and that's it. Six, okay. And then you get the so uh, open bucks. beta code. I think you get the beta code for... Yeah, but you can oh, get that by watching October. somebody play it. Yeah, that's um, true. Uh, well, okay. So... One, there's going to be 16 maps that are going to come out, but that, that's that's quite robust for like a Call of Duty release. There's usually like 10. Uh, yeah. Now, granted, the remastered maps. Um, so, like, how hard was it really to make these 16 maps? Um, I would say that if they remaster these 16 maps and they announce like six, seven more, um, like original maps, which they need to have original maps as well. Um, then the 70 bucks is kind of right on par with every other game right now. Um, but it's, I'm excited for the game. Like this, I haven't been this excited for a Call of Duty in a really long time. Um, everything they announced the the crazy part is like everything that infinity war did such hammers undoing mm -hmm. and like listening to everybody. Um, I just think that they need to have more than these older maps put in. Uh, yeah. to really justify what it is um the old maps are going to be great and fun and i hope i hope pretty god that they're, that they're going to be the com competitive quality maps are going to be like out of that map pool uh um, yeah. but it's going to get old real quick if you play the same maps from 10 15 years ago um yeah so right now so this is this is what's uh leaked well this is all just leaked from um modern warzone on twitter uh, they're saying it's Afghan derailed estate, so pretty much the whole lineup from Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, um, uh, so uh, I was watching Scump stream the other day of him doing a reaction to the Call of Duty event, and then he switched over to one of the, some other guy talking about it. And that guy, I don't know who he was, in, in, but Scump was watching him. He was saying that uh, there should be 20 maps by the end of the year, um, 16 maps coming from remaster and four maps coming from being brand new but uh i don't know how i feel about that to be honest with you i, I love the og maps but i kind of want new content man don't don't sucker me in with with recycled content you know what i mean I, i'm cool with half of these maps but then some of them i'm like s like sub base is a good map terminal underpass is a good map but you can get there's some maps that are just like why why are we doing this you know what i mean from competitive and just multiplayer, it's just too big of a map. Like, what are we too doing? Too big of a map? Yeah, there's there's some maps that have a lot of dead zone in in this in these maps. Um, there's a I'm snow big. map. I can't remember what it's called. That there's corners of the map that I'm, I'm I played for years, and I never went over there. You know what I mean? There's connexes that I don't think anybody has ever been over there. You know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. think these some of these maps are just they're perfect squares, and they just everything is here and it's very rare that people come out to those edges uh, especially in some of these maps because there's no high points a lot of the high points are center center of the map so if you're going to be sniping you wouldn't be sitting way off to the right or off to the left kind of weird mm -hmm. but 
yeah, like Wasteland, good map. It's a little big, but if you can snipe, that's your that's your map. Underpass, good map. Terminal, sub, skid row. Yeah, I would say I would say like the map, although there's gonna be the same, the game's gonna play different. Um yeah, I think so too. Not Definitely near as well paced as it's gonna as it was back in the day. It's gonna be fast paced still. Uh, oh yeah. There's gonna be abusive mechanics like side side canceling, that kind of stuff that are gonna it's gonna be the same map that we're familiar with, but the game's gonna feel different still. Um because of like core gameplay mechanics that are way more advanced nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think like I think it'll be fresh enough. Uh but I do think they need to add a couple like new maps so it keeps it fresh. Yeah. I think for the really? first three or four months it'll be fresh enough and then after that's gonna be like, all right. This has been great, but I put this in 2009. Like, yeah, now. So, especially in 2009, when there's trick shotters were just doing some crazy shit, and yeah. I would love to see competitive COD play on some of these maps. But then at the same time, there's a couple maps that I'm like, there's no way a person like, uh, uh, like what's the dude from Phase, the the curly haired guy? What's his name? AR, just a monster with the AR. Oh, um, Selium. Selium, there's a couple maps here that Selium gets one point and he can hold down the whole map by himself. You know what I mean? Um, like if you play uh, a state and you get hedges, you're it's over. You know what I mean? You're you're killing everybody. Uh, Afghan, you get you get over there by the crops or you get up on hill or up on the cliff. It's it's over. Like, but I don't think those are going to be competitive maps. But um, yeah, state definitely like, won't be. Yeah, that's that's a huge map. Um, but then you have like Scrapyard, you have uh, Favela, or not Favela, uh, what is it called? High Rise. Those are cool, intricate maps that I would love to see competitive play, but I they have to introduce new stuff. There's no way they're going to be playing competitive on the oh, 2009 maps that are not built for it. You know what I mean? Unless they remaster yeah. it and change it. It could be changed too. You know what I mean? Uh, Maybe I think Terminal shouldn't... would be fine. I think... Uh... Sub base would be fine. Sub base would be fine. Um, Sub base, I got my first nuke. I think maybe Wasteland would be fine too. Ooh, Wasteland would be cool to see competitive. Yeah, there's the middle. There's some good ones here, but they definitely. I mean, there's also new game modes that like, and and the way Hardpoint's gonna play is gonna be different points now instead of just the regular, like four points that there used to be. It's gonna be like ten. Yeah, but. I definitely don't think high rise is going to be like high rise rest. No. Those are just going to be fun ones. Corey yeah, is going to be Russ, a fun one. Ooh, Corey's so good, dude. Estate That's Afghan. a good map. I love but. some of these maps because they're anti camper spots that they would put like a wall behind a certain location. That way, if yeah. somebody was camping, you knew tube it and take them out. But then mm. some of these maps, you can camp like a mother, dude, and you could you don't have to move all the, at all. You know, you lay down and it's over. But mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see. I hope they come out with some new stuff. Or I hope they put their spin on some of these maps and not just copy and paste with new graphics, but yet add some different uh, access points to here to there. And then the fact that you can climb now is going to be totally a different new map. You know what I mean? Instead of having to jump to that one block to get to that other spot, you're going to be able to mantle and and jump up. So it should be cool. Yeah. There are some things that I'm I'm nervous about, like the freaking. What is that? Like military equipment stuff, like tactical vest and gloves. And different boots that make you do different things. Oh, so that was uh, that actually a real thing? I thought that was like a joke. They were kind of messing no, it's a real with. thing. It's a real thing. I think it's out of the perk system. They're gonna go with something like that, where it's like these gloves give you like 
faster like, reload, uh, like flinch resistance or yeah, faster reload. But these boots you make sunglasses. you super quiet. So oh. uh, I thought I, I thought think, uh, um I thought I saw a meme that was it, I thought it was a joke at first, but I didn't know that was real. Yeah, the other thing is there's gonna be aftermarket parts, which is gonna be uh pretty cool. Um, instead of like having like the basic like like uh customization gunsmith stuff, it's gonna be able to mm -hmm. like have universal things um that go across all weapons. Um oh that's pretty cool. So yeah, that's actually really cool. There's some good stuff here. It's just there's gonna be some I just think the creative class system's already way too complex. So yeah, adding that stupid that adding that stupid like tactical vest and like tactical gloves is just gonna make it even like more I don't know, worse. <laughs> uh like i'm i'm just go back to the pick 10 system and we'll be fine yeah i'm cool with that i'm definitely cool with that i'm also cool with uh kind of eliminating some of the kill streaks to be honest with you as much as a kill streak horror i used to be about my harrier my predator missile to be honest with you going back playing cod 4 or uh call of duty 4 uh just the first modern warfare the original mm. the fact that there was only three different kill streaks was kind of refreshing i know it's a the game plays very hard now it doesn't live up to like it doesn't age very well but i had so much more fun where just those three and the harry the chopper was overpowered but it is what it is but i i, I would like to see them dial it back a little bit with kill streaks and all these super crazy attachments like yeah. uh grenades that go through walls like that's i get it uh -huh. but at the same time it's like <laughs> come on man what the fuck dude you know uh -huh. um but i i'm I, mean, I i don't want to I think they did good with the modern warfare i think they squeezed a little bit too hard with money out of modern warfare 2 um and then with this modern warfare 3 i think that, uh, to be honest with you i'm, I'm praying and hoping that they kind of come around to just build a, a, a pretty solid game with a good foundation i hope that's what it is and if it isn't yeah. then get whoever is in directing this out of there and let's let's keep it moving on to something else maybe bring back the jetpacks i don't know uh, but yeah, let's uh, let that conversation die or lay where it is. Let's move on to the next one. So since our boy Andrew is gone, we get to actually do some fun shit because mm -hmm. Andrew likes to talk about Rocket League. Just Rocket League. Again and again and again and again. We love him. But there's a thing called football. There's we don't called... love Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we love to see Andrew happy, man, and I love that he's 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 passionate about Rocket League. I wish I was too, because then it'd be cool to talk to him about it. Um, but I just I can't get into it. But it's fun to watch. Uh, but there is a thing that this family uh, does every year. We play fantasy football. So if you are not into fantasy football, all three of you guys, you're probably going to want to leave now because we're going to get into some fantasy football. We're going to give you our yep. who's going to shit the bed this year. We're going to give you who our guys are, who our guys are, and then who we think is going to be MVP of the season. We'll say who's going to win people championships. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So take it off, Matt. Take it with, take it away. What are you going to start with? Let's start. Let's start with the bust. Who do you think is going to be the biggest bust? Let me pull up what I got on my end. And we're going to be using NFL fantasy. And I have, uh, I have it pulled up. You tell me who you think is going to be the biggest bust of the yeah. year. We'll go. We'll, go we'll do top three. We'll go quarterback, running back, wide receiver. You think you can do that? Yeah, yeah. easy. Cool, 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 cool. And I'm going to give you. Want me to go first, or do you want to go? 
So are we basing this based off of like their average draft position or we're, we're giving it on our own opinion. Who do you think are who do you think is gonna be the guy who's getting all this hype that's just not gonna be yeah, he's not is okay. not is not coming back. He's not gonna be in the show, Nick. No, I'm not gonna say he's getting kicked out of the NFL, but he's just not gonna be that guy. You know what I mean? So uh quarterback, let me think here. Let me get a list up real quick of rankings. Yeah, go for it. I can't get a single one that is working properly. You want me to put it in the in Discord? Or you got it? Yeah, no, Discord's fine. In Discord. Bro, they want ESPN Plus for everything. Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude. I went to the NFL.com because that was the easiest one to pull up. Everything else is just. All right, let's do this. Here we go. Uh, Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Who's going to be a bust at quarterback? This is tough. This is tough. This is going to be a bum. Um, I want to hear hear why, and I want to hear what position do you think he falls to by the end of the year. Yeah, so. Justin Fields is at six, but that's that's not terrible because he can rush. Uh, Herbert at seven. I don't know why Anthony Richardson's in this. He hasn't played a snap. He's like a starter. That. He has to be in it. Yeah, but yeah, there's some people who are already tried and true in on this list, and they have him above it. But we'll so I, I I keep looking at at number nine for me, which is Deshaun Watson. I think he's going to finish. Outside of the top fifteen. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Deshaun Watson, uh, Mr. Massage Boy. Um. Uh he has not. He has not very many weapons there. Right? Who's in Cleveland? Nick Chubb. Yeah. And who's their receivers? Nobody now, right? Yeah, they lost everybody. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Moore, who's not terrible. Not terrible. Yeah. Uh, who else is there? Exactly. Oh, Mari Cooper. Mari Cooper's there. And Marquise Goodwin. Not terrible. Uh, but Deshaun Watson, my man, listen. If you're throwing four picks to the Eagles in practice, I can't imagine what a real game is going to be like for you. Um, I don't know, man. He just didn't look the same last season for the two or three games he played. Um, I I don't know. Something about Deshaun Watson is not it's not feeling right. But also Dak Prescott, top ten. That's, that's pretty you, bold, too. Um, you're putting him in top ten? No, I'm taking Dak out of the top ten. Those are my two. I'd say Dak and Deshaun. Um, Dak just turns the ball over way too many times. Um, I know everyone thinks he's going to be cleaning it up this year. He hasn't cleaned it up in four years. So let's yeah, be real. let it be. Let's let yeah. it be realistic. Um, he's going to throw 15, 20 picks, and he's going to throw 30 touchdowns or something like that. Um, but for every one he throws, he's going to give it up. So I would say Dak and Deshaun. Those are my, my two biggest busts. Um, and then I would say a special shout out to Justin Fields finishing top six. I think he'll finish below Herbert and Lawrence, um, and maybe below two if two is healthy. So I would say Fields would not be a top six for me either. Uh, I do know he can run, obviously, but he That's can't throw hurt. to save his life. Yeah. Um, he's no he's no Lamar, he's no Jalen Hurts, where if he took away my run, I can still throw the football. Um, he hasn't shown it at least anyway, so we'll see. Uh, but I would say those are my three guys that are not going to finish where they're projected to at quarterback. So that I definitely could see that, and I am going to show – I am going to make a big move. This isn't as big as yours, uh, but I think it's a pretty big move. I go this year – I have 
being number one quarterback this year, I have Patrick Mahomes being the number one quarterback with Jalen right behind him. Uh, like right behind him. I'm talking about we're going to go down to like the wire and it's going to mm-hmm. be Patrick's coming through. But I don't think Josh Allen is in the top five. I moved Josh Allen mm-hmm. to finishing by maybe eight. I want to say eight, seven, eight. But I would give him if I had to put money on it, I'm going to say eight. And I have a feeling that uh, Trevor Lawrence this year is going to is going to finish in the top five. Yeah, I, have a, I, I feel like he's going to be four five, but it's going to be very close. But the, I see Josh moving back out of the top five position. Trevor Lawrence moving forward. Justin Fields, to be honest with you, I think he finishes like eight. There's a couple of people back in the lower bracket uh, positions who I think are going to move forward. But Josh Allen back and uh, Trevor Lawrence up one, two, three, four positions in my book. Mm-hmm. But that's who I got. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, let's move over to running back and keep it going. Ooh, ooh. Who do they have as as the first round pick or the the number one for me? In your yeah, Austin Eckler. Okay, cool, cool. I just want to make sure we're on the same thing. I didn't click, accidentally clicked on something. Cool. All right, who do you think is going to come out of the? Who's going to be your bust or not complete bust? But you know what I mean. And yeah. Then who do you think is going to move forward? Who you got? Yeah. So Tony Pollard's my bust um, for Dallas. <laughs> that is a. <laughs> That is, I did not expect that. I did now, not expect this, that. Now, this is going to sound very haterish because I'm an Eagles fan. Um, yes. So I will pick a secondary person just so I don't sound like I'm hating on him. Uh, but they're predicting like a top five, top six finish for him. And I don't really know why. Um, it's a lot easier to run for five yards when Zeke is tiring the defense out for you for the first three plays. Uh, so I think Pollard has been good in the times he started. Dallas has a good offensive line. They always do, and they just signed, um, they just re-signed Zach Martin to a big contract. So uh, they have a good line, and it's Great. promising. Like the the potential is definitely there. I just don't think Pollard's the guy that people think he is. Uh, like he's like being above Nick Chubb's kind of crazy. Being above Jonathan Taylor, kind of crazy. Being above Joe Mixon, kind of crazy. Um, I don't think he'll fall like all the way down to like thirty or something like that. But I don't uh, think he's gonna be like above those guys. He'll probably be like. 15 around there, maybe like 13 ish area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my secondary one's going to be Najee Harris. I want him out of the top 20. I want him Whoa, out of the top 20. Why is that? What did he do to you? Uh, he, I'm sorry, but you averaged two as a carry last season. Someone comes in behind you this season, looks like they're going to be taking your position out of the training camp. I don't trust yeah. you at all. I want you out of my top 20 list right now. I want you below, I want you below Jameer Gibbs. Uh, I want you below Kenneth Walker. I want you below James Conner. I want you below Brees Hall. I want you below Damian Pierce. I want you below Miles Sanders and Alvin Kamara, who's suspended. And I want you below Isaiah Pacheco. Wow. That is crazy. That is a huge prediction. To get him out of the top 20 like that, that is monstrous. Yeah. So, And then guys that I want to come up, I think will actually do better than they're predicted to do. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to be biased. All right. So I'm not going to say Swift at 28 is a crime. Uh, but if I'm looking at people that are lower than they really should be, um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. All right. So I think Mixin, Mixin, sorry, should be top five, top six. Um, I think. I th- moving up Bijan- seven positions seven positions you think you can do that 
Yes, seven. I think I think he surpasses ETN. I think he surpasses Josh Jacobs. Nick Chubb shouldn't be this slow in the first place. Uh, but I think he passes. I, I could see, and I love Saquon to death, but I could see Saquon and him switching places. Saquon, so, 11, so you could see it going, uh, him dropping to seven and Saquon dropping to 12? Or do you just think the, he takes over that spot? Oh, Saquon's third for me. I could see Mixon top three and Saquon top 10 still. Um, okay. And I just, I don't know. They discount Mixon every year. He had run really, really, really bad Mixon. season like three seasons ago. So like it's always yeah. like, we don't know what we're going to get from him. He's inconsistent, but like he's been fine the last two years. And yeah. with Burrow being able to sling that thing to three different receivers who can get open all the time, Mixon's going to be open. Um, and they probably, I, I hope, after the second year that they've improved their O-line a little bit. Last year was a yeah, complete failure. They were still pretty bad. Uh, but Mixon's been running behind an awful O-line for three or four seasons now, and it's been a top five quarter uh, pro- prospect every season. Um, so... Having them two places from Najee Harris is nasty. That's all I got to say about it. Yeah, that's a lot. I man, the Tony Pollard would uh, really threw me off. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah, Tony Pollard. Um, I I'm sorry, Pollard. Um, I, that's that threw me off because I thought um, I thought you were going to move him up a little bit. To be honest, I thought you were going to move him up to um, maybe finishing in the top three, maybe being the third because he just absolutely he looks not. really good. He looked really good. Uh, but now thinking about it, you made that comment about Zeke tiring out the um, the line, the defensive line before he plays. That's a good point. I didn't really think about that because he usually gets his points in the third, fourth quarter. You know, yeah. going into the fourth, that's when he starts doing some pretty crazy stuff. But, yeah, that's a, I got to rethink some of my draft strategy when looking at that because that's that's pretty interesting. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my bold prediction i got nick chubb going up into the top three this year yeah i think nick chubb it's always, it's always nick, a good bet to bet nick chubb i i yeah, wouldn't doubt man i almost never get nick chubb because he's your boy and you usually My draft dog. him in every league before me yeah um i do i don't see christian mccaffrey ending up in the top five i see him going really uh i, I don't see it happening wow. this year um, Wow, wow 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 the reason why i say that is because the quarterbacks there are all really fighting for a job not job, but like for the be the guy and yeah. them handing it off to Christian McCaffrey is not going to get them secure. Uh, the Niner fans are crazy, so they're going to call for it. I see Austin Eckler maybe dropping to two. I don't know who's going to be the number one this year. Um, I can see Bijan taking number one. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I can, I can kind of see it. I don't want it to happen because I am biased because I am a Bucks fan and that guy is an animal. And I, I, I hope he stays healthy, but I just hope he doesn't do that good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to wish, her, you know. You're not much of a Bijan, man. The draft, I want yeah, him to get Yeah, he, I know. You guys almost got him. But I am going to make this. This gentleman right here, I am not an Eagles up, fan. Man. I do not support the Eagles. You know this. I talk that shit when I can. But if you saw this man's cut, Go up the field like if he was playing with like junior high kids. This he's gonna be in the top top 10. I'm gonna say 10 9, closer to 10, but I could see him being and fighting for that top 10 position. I could see him running it. I know they have some good people there, but Swift, I think, uh, separates himself. I yeah. also see 
Um, I don't know why I see this too, but I see Bryce Hall doing pretty good this year. The fact that they got uh, Aaron Rodgers, they got some slanger. It's going to take, he's going to get some, he has been hurt, but he's going to be, he's going to be, or Bryce Hall, he's going to be good. He's going to have a chance. Instead of it being a workhorse, he's going to have a chance to breathe. Some play actions are going to go through or he's going to get better looks. I think he's going to be someone to keep your eye on. I see him maybe going down to 11, but I don't see him going too far in. But that guy can definitely win some people some some uh, um, some games this year in fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I think for Swift, the reason why he's so low is because right now they're saying Gainwell is going to be our starter. I think by week three or four, he yanks that shit from him. And then I also think even after not starting for three or four weeks, he becomes a top ten talent. Oh yeah, Uh, I put it by by week five. You're you're not gonna you're not gonna know about anybody else but him. It's just yeah, he's gonna be running it. He should be for sure. All right, let's move over on to wide receivers. Who this yeah. is where it gets dicey. This, gets spicy, my this is where you make your bones right here. It really is. I love receivers, man. I love receivers. And what's crazy is I am not a big receiver guy when it comes to fantasy. You know that I, I go heavy in the running back, but this year I'm changing it up, man. I am going to go hard in the paint for some of these top 10 wide receivers this year. Yeah, so receivers got? win games. Receivers win games. I always say. Um, okay, so. Who do I got moving up and moving down? Where's AJ at on your list? AJ Brown at number six. First game is against the New England Patriots. All right. So let's see. Let's see. Let me look down this list real quick. Who do I got moving up? Goodness gracious. There's a couple couple eyes I see here. People I, I, I see here that I think I can easily move up. And there's definitely some players I can see moving down. All right, you ready? Ready for the big, 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 bold one? All right, let me hear your bold one. All right. He will be out of the top five, maybe even out of the top ten. I think this is the year that we see this man's true colors. He does not play wide receiver. He plays slot receiver. And I'm sitting here getting overhyped for getting ten balls a game. Get Cooper Cup out of my top ten. Everybody loves Cooper Cup. How are you shitting on Cooper Cup? Because he does Everybody what Jarvis Landry did for the first two or three seasons when he was good. He catches 30 balls, which is fine. But at balls. some point, when you don't have anybody out wide, which they don't now, you're going to have to just keep that Cooper Cup. So I'm cool with him getting 10, 15 catches a game for 20 yards because his 10, 50 catches a game for 150 ain't happening anymore. Um, now, AJ's been too. getting... Mm, I could see him going below. Dang, Garrett Wilson's higher than Jalen Walker. Looks crazy. Yeah, uh, I could, I could see him going below, below Amon Ra. I could see him at ten. I could even see him going 10? below. I could see him going below Calvin Ridley, but not lower than Chris Olave. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, look, if Cooper Cup's there, I'll still draft him. But like, if the if in that top ten is someone's gonna drop off, it's gonna be him or or Garrett Wilson. But he has Rogers throwing to him now, so. Yeah, uh, that's my my bold prediction for that one. I could see Koopy Cup like being almost. Uh, this is gonna like sound so crazy to say, but because it sounds blasphemous, and I, I'm I'm probably gonna be so wrong. But I can see Cooper Cup being like the guy this year. Everyone's like, I got him in the first round. And he's freaking irrelevant. Um, yeah, like so like a, like, a, like a Demarco Murray in 2015 kind of situation. Uh, that's, that hurts so bad. That because yeah. it was like the first time I got him. Yeah, and yeah. So who else will go lower for me? I would say 
I, so I who's up is your out. Who's going in? Who's my out? My my going in is a guy that's way down the list for some reason. Like way down the list. Uh, Mike Evans at thirty is a is a crime. Uh, Mike Evans needs to be way higher than that. Um, me and my group chat were talking the other day, and we got him like like top fifteen, easy if not top ten. Um, yeah. So, so ESPN is ESPN is saying that Mike Evans right now is one of the biggest sleepers this year. They're saying yeah. if where he's going, if you could be able to get him, like Chris Godwin, I love Chris Godwin, Bucks fan, like I said, but the dude is at injury prone, dude. I'm I'm not drafting Chris Godwin before drafting Mike Evans. Yeah, I wouldn't draft Keenan Allen either over him. I wouldn't draft <laughs> D Hop over him. I wouldn't draft Deontay Johnson over him. I wouldn't draft Terry McLaurin over him. I wouldn't draft DJ well, DJ Moore maybe. Mm, I wouldn't maybe draft DJ Mike Moore. Williams over him. I wouldn't draft Tyler Lockett over him. Um, I would not draft Jerry Judy over him. Uh, I would not. Let's look. It's like even higher up. I wouldn't even draft. I wouldn't even draft Monte Smith over him, who's fourteen. I love Devontae. Love him to death. You know. Love him. Best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the best deal in the league by far. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I have Mike Evans going up there for sure. Um, if I had to do another, like, crazy guess, it'd be Chris Olave dropping way down because I don't know who's going to throw the ball to him. Um, and I could see Hopkins being, like, 15 instead of 20. 15. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, I can jump on board with that. Yeah, that's a that's a bold one. The Cooper Cup one, I didn't think you were gonna yeah, go with it because Cooper of the Cup was volume. a bold one. <laughs> yeah, is is the the volume? He's like the um, it's like Tyreek. Tyreek is the complete opposite. He gets three, 70, 80 yeah, yards, going for eighty three. yards. Yeah, Cooper Cup gets 30, 60 to eighty yards. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it, they're kind of the same player, just different roles a little bit. Um, my bold prediction when a guy's coming out, and when I mean coming out, I mean he's coming out of the top ten. Because let's be honest here, if you even get in the top ten, it's don't 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 even touch know? Tyreek Hill. No, I'm not touching Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is my, Tyree is my Kill. guy. I the, the first three are three first and four. four can switch to for yeah. me. I I agree with it. Number one and number two ain't nobody coming close. It's it's a pretty Step safe on, top three. Like those three yes. guys are, are probably gonna switch. I, if I had to say, you could switch these guys this year easily. Yeah. That's not bold enough. You know what I'm saying? No, not at uh, all. CD Lamb, I put CD Lamb exactly where he is at. I could see Devontae Adams maybe not getting this. I could see him in, still in the top 10. But Don't disrespect Amon Ra. Do it, Don't disrespect Amon Ra. I'm not going to disrespect him because I actually like what the Lions were doing at the end of the year. They're, they're coming through. But if I have to make a bold prediction, I'm going Stefan Diggs out of the top 10 yeah. and barely making it at 15, to be honest with you. Ooh, I don't see it is super low. Um, Buffalo is a good team, but Buffalo is banking on things they did two years ago, and they have not added enough weapons for them to be unique and different every yeah. season. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, think about it last year. Everybody's like, this is the year. Now they finally got it. And it was the same team, same plays, same runs. Got and smacked. they got smacked up. You know, if people knew their stuff. Now, I wanted to make a bold prediction because Calvin Ridley is on, on 12. And I was going to say, I think that's he's going to make it. In. That's a little low, yeah. right? Calvin Ridley? Yeah. To be honest that's with you, I was going to say, like, I, I could see him. Five. Up. 
and maybe not top five. I would give him, uh, I would give him outside six. I could see him being, I could see him finishing this year. Um, I want to put him right here. If there was a 6.5, I'd put him at 6.5. Yeah. I think he should be in it, but I don't think that's bold enough. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you because I don't know who the quarterback is. I wanted to go with the Lave to be in the man this year. I was going to put him at five. I wanted to because yeah, Jameis Winston throws, throws the picks, but he makes superstars, dog. He gave Mike Evans how many thousand yard seasons? Threw a shitload of interceptions towards him, but made him look good. But the man I'm going to put, I'm going to put, I'm going to put, I'm not saying he's getting top 10. He's gonna he's gonna make an impact, and people are gonna be pissed that they didn't draft him sooner. Is is I'm going with DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore is going to end up in this realm right here. So real quick, uh, I don't know, if, probably won't change your mind, but the Saints do not have Jameis. They have uh, Derek Carr now. Remember? Yeah, but J- yeah, Derek Carr, but Jameis is the their backup right now. Yeah, Carr's he gonna was, play though. Yeah, Carr's gonna play, but. If, if if car's not doing it, they're gonna they gave James <laughs> some money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna let him sling it. You I, know? I freaking love James. I do too, dude. The the W thing. Uh, I I had to walk away from that, dude. Deshaun, if you ever get to see um uh, what's his name, Deshaun Jackson, watch that clip and watch Jackson in the background. He's like, what the hell am I doing on this team? You know uh, what I mean? That was super embarrassed. But that's my bold. I think DJ Moore is going to be up there. I think he's going to be I think he's going to be in this I don't know if he's going to be 10 but I can see him being 11 12 13 in this area right here. Because DJ Moore looked fire during preseason. Uh if if Fields can stay healthy, I think DJ Moore becomes a 13 14 or 13 12 11. Fair and enough. I hope I get him this year. So let's make another game. Let's see how many games uh, Michael Thomas is going to play this year. How many games? <laughs> five. You want to go up five high or five low? You think he's going to be a full healthy season or you think he? No. Not me either, dude. Me either. Let's have yeah. another bet and see what other routes he can run besides a slant route. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Drew Brees was like in doing a, a, a what's it called? Um, he was commentating for the Saints game and he was like, Oh, it's good to see Michael Thomas ready to play. You know, it's been a couple of years since he's been on the field. I was like, you can't build the guy up and say he hasn't played in years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it was hilarious, dude. But yeah, so that's who I got. Tight end wise, we can make the bold prediction for tight end. But if you don't got the top five, top maybe top six, um, the big three here. Do you think Darren Waller does it in in um, in the with the Giants like he did with the Raiders? <clears throat> let me let me just Dallas Goddard will be the number one finishing tight end oh at the end of the season. Oh my god, shut up. He is not gonna be the number one. He'll be number two. He's not Dallas Goddard maybe three. will be the number one overall tight end at the end of the season. Maybe Kyle Pitts, actually. I think I think they actually use Kyle Pitts a lot this season. I think they completely derail whatever Ooh. stupid plan they had last season. Yeah. Uh but also my ultra bold prediction. If you scroll down towards the bottom there, my friend, maybe like on the the 20 area, 15 area. Oh, you see Mr. Mike Gusecki right there? Where's Mike Gusecki? At 20. Oh. Yeah, let's go ahead and put him up in the top 10 for sure. Uh, I think Mac Jones uses him heavy. When he came out of Penn State, he was a good catcher of the ball, and they don't didn't use him in Miami correctly. Uh, so I think he gets up there. I think he passes 
all the way up maybe to where Cole Komet is at, which is at what, 13-ish? 13. Okay, so you put him in here, in this area right here. I would say 15, 10-ish, yeah. The crazy part is Zach Ertz is 21. That's, that's Neckerts is down there. <laughs> yeah. I could see I could see if uh, George Kittle stays healthy, I could see him being in the top five. I yes. could see I could see this moving around a lot. I don't see these two moving too much. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, one and two still. I think Darren Waller's still not proven with the Giants yet. I could see him dropping a hair. I could see Dallas Goddard moving up. Dallas Goddard has some hands, man. And the guy he's, can take he's a hit. making it a point this year to he wants to catch a thousand yards. Ain't so, gonna happen. But he wants to get closer. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, there's too many weapons on that team for you to try. And then, yeah, it's not gonna happen. But Dallas Goddard does have a good turnaround catch, and they get hit, and he he rarely drops that ball. So I could see that. Uh, George Kittle, um, he just doesn't stay healthy enough for me to move him where he's at. I could see him coming down to nine. You you never know with David Njoku. He could catch three he, or he four. He could he could be the best res- freaking receiver yeah. in the league, or he could be the worst. It's the worst. So it's like who's inconsistent. Yeah, hundred percent. I really kind of high. It's, he's kind of high for me, especially the quarterback situation. Yeah, um, I think Fryermuth's pretty low. That Fryermuth. Not gonna lie, the 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 Mike Kosicki. I could I would take Mike Kosicki over a lot of these guys. To be yeah, honest, that's what I'm saying you. right over Gerald. A Eddie. lot of these guys uh, over Taking, over a Kongwu, uh, over Sam Laporta. Who is that? Exactly. Uh, I, over I could take Dalton Kincaid. Now, for tight end wise, do you reach for him? Say, Hell say you're on the no. board. So, say you're on the board, and David and Joku goes. All these guys are gone. You see here. Do you reach for him over Dalton Schultz? Like if yeah, it was we'll exactly like that. Yeah. No. Yeah. You don't. No. Okay, if, okay. If, so, we get, if we get past Dalton Schultz, yes, I'm, I'm taking Gasecki. Oh, so you go big move? Okay, you don't go Tyler. Yeah. Well, the way I'm drafting is if. One, if people are drafting multiple tight ends, then I'm gonna let them because I can get more skill position at that point. That. Uh, but two, at that point, I'm not drafting a tight end until the end of the draft anyway, because yeah, I'm in the same people point. are doubling up on tight ends. All right, so give me that we've gone through all of this, we've gone through pretty much every position. We didn't we're not we don't talk about kickers because kickers don't exist in my book, but they do in games. Um, we're not talking about defense. Games. Give yeah, me Niners your guy. Oh, way. yeah, yeah. If, if it's not, yeah, come on. If you don't get this, let's see. If you don't get. Damn, Philly's high in this list. I was Two? just going to say that. Gosh, dang. Um, it was crazy. I thought they were like four or five, to be honest with you. Jets, yeah, yeah, I, I would see. say around five, six. Yeah. yeah I was just going to say that. The fact that I was going to, yo, the fact that they gave us 16 when our defense right now is still in shambles. Um, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, hey, On give this it to me. list here, dude, you're above the you're the Chiefs are 19th. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Um, let's go ahead and say, who's the guy you're reaching for? Man, who's the guy you're going? You're reaching. Yeah, it's it's it'd be a running back or a receiver for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see if I can click here. Draft rankings. So this is draft rankings. I don't know if this is. P- if this is PPR or not, um, uh-huh. but this is going to be draft rankings on what everybody is going looking at right now. Yeah, don't so agree I mean, with this. So, spoiler alert: 
Jefferson's off the board, just to let you know. Jefferson's off the board for everybody. If you're listening, everybody. he's off the board, okay? Uh, yeah. And and if you don't know why, you will during draft night. But Jefferson's off the board, uh, prepared for Don't that. even look. Don't even don't look. Even look his not, yeah. yeah, if you're not number one, just don't. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. So um, who are you reaching for? I would say if I reached for anybody, I would reach for Bijan at like five. Um, which isn't really a reach if you think about it, because I mean, like no one's drafting. Um, uh, yeah, let me switch. Like, I want to show you something. Like so no we see running backs. We're we're Bijan is. So if Austin Eckler, if Christian McCaffrey's off the board, you going Bijan versus over Austin Eckler? Yes. Let me just make it clear. Let me make it clear. Okay. I'm number two overall pick and Eckler or McCaffrey are gone. I'm picking Bajan over one of them. Wow. Like if I'm number two overall pick and McCaffrey's there, I'm still picking Bijan. You know what's crazy? I'm doing the same thing. If Austin Eckler's gone, if Austin Eckler's gone and it's Kish- Christian McCaffrey and say you, I'm right behind you, right? And you pick up Bajan, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm probably going Nick Chubb. Yeah, Chubby Checker. I love I'm Chubb. going Chubby Checker because I, I need the GOAT. You know what I mean? I need Love the workhorse. Um, so I would reach I, I can respect that because I do like the way he looks. He's on he's unverified yet, but he's a beast of a man. I don't see I he's a new Derrick Henry in my book. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can see that. I, I agree with that. So you're so you're reaching uh one round, not, yeah. not not too big of a reach. Say you're in the third round, and we'll say Saquon's gone. Right? Third round, Saquon's say he goes, gone. Saquon's gone. Uh, Everybody here is gone. Up to Saquon. Up to Saquon. Yeah. You going Saquon over Derrick Henry? Uh, If Saquon's gone, I'm picking Henry right after it. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Now, no news. We'll say no news, Jonathan Taylor. You picking Jonathan Taylor with no news? No, I'm I'm passing everybody there. I might. I'll I'll look at Jameer Gibbs, but I would go Mixon, I think. Or Travis Etienne. One of those two, I'd go with. I, but I was, I really, I'd very much consider Jameer Gibbs, though. I do like I would, Jameer I would Gibbs. Pass on, I'd pass on Jonathan Taylor, though, in that situation. I pass on Jonathan Taylor. I don't even look twice at Josh Jacobs. This, no. I'm sorry for people who get offended on that one because people love Josh Jacobs. I also go Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is, I can see it. Let's say we're we're going into. Uh, you have you have two good. One one banger of a running back, and you have uh-huh. one uh, mediocre running back. Yeah. How far in the draft do you pick? Which and you see Ezekiel Elliott av- available? What round would you would you try to slide and steal that? I'm not taking Zeke. You be, you're not taking Zeke. No, not even I would, in the, I would look at. I would if I'm in this situation where I have a mediocre one and I'm trying to hit a home run. I'm looking at Washington's running back, Brian Robinson. Wow. Okay. Let me find Washington. So you're going with him? Yes. He has the I think of everyone on the list that's there, he has the highest upside. That's left at that in, in that range of people at, at running back. But, uh, that's interesting. I love how it's not playing it, but it's all good. <laughs> um that's interesting. I didn't I didn't even think about I, I I didn't think you would go that. Oh, okay. Something. 
right, we got a video playing, and I don't know where it's at. That's interesting. Okay, we'll say quarterback. You're you're in position four. You're fourth pick. Yeah. Most of the time in our league, quarterbacks go sometimes in the first Quick. round. Yeah. Quick. And we'll say you have a running back wide receiver going into the third round. I wouldn't even – I don't value quarterbacks like that. I wouldn't even draft a quarterback in the third round. Unless – the only reason why I'm dropping in the top three rounds for a quarterback is if I can get Jalen. Not even Mahomes. If I can get Jalen specifically, uh, mm. then I might take the bait at the third round. But I know our league, it's like he won't get to the past the second. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm drafting the quarterback, I don't even draft two quarterbacks, I just draft one. And honestly, looking at who's in the list, I wouldn't get a quarterback until like maybe 15. So scroll down a little bit just because people are gonna like, I would take Geno Smith in a heartbeat at like the fifth round. And you would feel comfortable with that, or you would very comfortable, okay? Yeah, I think, I think when I start getting to like (laughs) Kyler Murray, Bryce Young. Doesn't really hear you. I'm I'm a little nervous, um, but like that Jared Goff, Geno Smith, like for some reason Rodgers is pretty low. Like that area, mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with taking anybody there. But I, I, I of those people, I would prefer Geno. All right, I'm gonna throw a scenario. You tell me what you're gonna do. You pop in bubble, or you letting it pop, and then you coming up behind it. Um, you're going into the fifth round, and you notice that Patrick Mahomes, or we'll say. I'm gonna take Jalen because Jalen's off the board. Okay, yeah. Just, just we'll just say. Uh, actually, we're not. We'll say everybody's on the board right now. You're going in. You, you, your team looks good. Do you pop the bubble on the on the quarterback in the fifth round, or do you yes. keep? Do you for pop like Jalen? Yeah, for for the fifth. Yeah, you pop it. Yes. Do you pop it in the fourth on a snake? Maybe coming back to you. For Jalen, yes. I almost never pop. I would, I would pop the, I would, so at Jalen, I'd pop it at like at three or four just because I know Damn. I won't get him later on than that. Uh, yeah, you won't. but if I get to the fifth and Jalen's gone, I'll even pop it for Joe Burrow. I can see that. Uh, Joe Burrow, I that's a sketchy one. I or Trevor Lawrence, Jory B, yeah, and and come on, Trevor, yeah, I got it, but. See, I sit on it. I sit on it because I feel comfortable with I do I'm in the same boat as you. I do feel comfortable with Geno Smith, maybe not Jared Goff, but and Aaron Rodgers, I feel comfortable with. I feel yeah. comfortable. I do feel comfortable with Aaron Rodgers at 16. I, I could hang my hat on that. Uh I do know Daniel by Jones. the fifth. I, I know for me by the fifth round, I'm covered in my in my positions that I want to be covered in. Yeah. So I know That's that in the crazy. fifth if, if, if someone like Joe Burrow or above is there. I'm taking it just because yep. I already have a set team. And bye weeks, like having people stress bye weeks. I don't stress them at all. I don't care about bye weeks. I'll take I'll take the loss that week <laughs> if it means like yeah, that, that makes sense. Up. Like I don't care about that because uh, that one week isn't going to make or break my entire season. And if it does, I shouldn't be in the playoffs in the first place. Yeah. All right. We've been talking about fantasy football. Give me your MVP, and that MVP, I mean. The guy who's going to win people leagues. Like yeah. the guy who were like, you got the Justin Herbert that season where he was throwing it. You got that Patrick Mahomes when he was putting up 46 points. Who is yeah. your guy that you think is going to win people leagues? This is not going to be like a big shock. Uh, but I think Justin Jefferson picks up Robert's off last year. I think Jet is 
is is going to be a league winner again. He is, and I'm knocking on wood here because he's my keeper. Um, I'm praying to God that he doesn't get hurt. He has never gotten hurt in his whole career. Uh, but I would say Jet is going to win people leagues um, from the wide receiver position. I would say him or like, I would say him, Jamar Chase, Tyree Kill. They're going to win people leagues. Um, now running back is a little bit more tricky because like, Running backs pop off kind of randomly. Yeah. Uh, but if I were to pick a league league winner, it'd be Nick Chubb every year until he retires. Um, or I really do think um, like Mixon, Mixon and Bijan Robinson are going to be very special this year. But I could see, I mean, I would see McCaffrey. Like Eckler, I don't think, unless it's PPR, he's doing people leagues. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think Eckler, McCaffrey, Eckler I think McCaffrey, Bijan, and Nick Chubb are, are where I'd look for league winners at running back. Uh, but Eckler being at one is kind of crazy to me, to be honest. I don't, I don't know if I Eckler agree that with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Eckler that high at all. A couple seasons ago, yeah, but the last, nah, I don't know. He's always hurt. Yeah. And this year he's asking for a new contract, some more money. Usually when that happens, it just doesn't happen for the court running back. Yeah. Quarterback-wise, any of the guys in the top 10 can win, oh, besides these two because they're not proven just yet, but any of these guys here. Maybe just yeah, this is gonna good. sound this is gonna sound nuts. Well, yeah, it's gonna sound crazy. I actually think Fields has a higher chance of winning you leagues than Josh Allen does. I can I can I can get on that that train um due to the fact that Justin Fields is a runner. Is yeah. that where you're coming from with it? Allen is too. Allen is too. Yeah, uh, but I don't think Allen can run for 90 yards, and I think Fields can. Uh yeah. But if Fields takes any any kind like any any amount of like step in the right direction for throwing, um, it's gonna open the window for him a lot, and he's gonna be like a little baby Jalen Hurts. Uh, then I could see him being, you know, this year where Hurts was last year, which is that breakout quarterback that can do everything. Uh, yeah. But I think Jalen Mahomes, uh, and Burrow are your league winners for QB. Lamar, I could see too though as well, obviously. I, I can I can see Lamar getting up in there, uh, winning some people some good games, especially with Odell on the team. Yeah, um, I could definitely see my pick for quarterback would have to be Lamar. Um, I I to be honest with you, I think the eye of Jalen Hearns uh, hurt. Uh, I think he he turns it around, uh, not even turning it around, but just amplifies what he was already doing. I could see him ending this year as number one, definitely number two. He's staying in number two for sure. Yeah. Chip on his uh, shoulder. He he wants it bad this year. So. Yeah, I, I I definitely see him running in for more touchdowns. Well, so that can definitely win you some games. Wide receiver wise, you nailed it, Justin Jefferson. I think he's just going to be explosive. But I'll pick somebody who I think people can sleep on. Uh, I think Jalen Waddle's going to do good this year, and I think I he's going to be. Me too. I'm a big fan of him. I think Calvin Ridley is going to be a surprise. Really pretty low, dude. Really should not be twelve. Um, so Calvin Ridley was doing uh, runs like as the B team and people were watching him. He was being clocked faster than the A team. Like I'm talking about significantly faster. Yeah, and now if he's nice. in football shape, I don't know. I don't know if he has, you know, has played in a year. I don't know. But I feel like if you can snag him in the fourth, fifth round, that it, it, that's a steal. Yeah. And a lot of people forgot about this guy. I think yep. you can be able to pick him up. I think you you, you got yourself a wide receiver one, hands so. down. Um, 
running back. If I am going to hang my crown on one person, I am going to hang it on Nick Chubb this year. For some reason, I have yeah. a feeling that Nick Chubb. Chubb has he has something to say. You know what I mean? I think he has something to say this year. Uh, I could, but I also could put my. I also would give my hat to Saquon Barkley because he got that new contract. He wants to prove it. Uh, and I, I'm a I'm a big Saquon fan. Love Saquon. Um, but I, if I had to go with it, a Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb wins people people games this year. I think he wins people championships. I think yeah. he puts people in the playoffs in a good position. I and looking at their schedule, it looks good. So I'm hoping Deshaun opens the field up for him a little more. Yeah, yeah hopefully, and Deshaun can run too. That's what people forget. He he's he had some legs on him. You know what I mean? He ran yeah. away from all those cases. He ran away from all those players. So, sorry. Uh, but yeah, he he can run too, man. And once he gets the cobwebs out, he could be a top top ten quarterback too. Like like For sure. easily. Yeah, so he could top five he, easily. Before he got suspended, he was in. He, it was him and Mahomes. Those are the top two. Yeah, hundred percent. And then yeah, so a couple things went down the wrong way for him. And but he can also easily bounce back. Maybe he yeah. falls away. Maybe he comes back. We don't know. Um, but yeah, I could I could definitely see this fantasy. And as the weeks get closer, we'll we'll bring up here and there, bring up some news, bring up some sleepers. Um, maybe we can get Andrew to do a mock draft with us as a game Start next draft week. randomly. Yeah, and just yeah, we'll do a whole like ten on ten people draft, and then we'll fill it up with bots and Andrew, me and you, and then we'll draft and see what because Andrew's going to be a perfect example of the people in our family league drafting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting, but did you have anything else, man? Or do you want to wrap it up right did you, here? You know, speaking of the family draft and everything, did you make the playoffs last season in that league? Yes. I made the playoffs last season. Oh, um, sorry. Just, shit the, shit yeah. the bed completely. My first didn't game. really see you in there. You know, that's top dogs were yeah. in the league around you last year. Yeah. You uh, guys did, break out. did break out. It just, when you get to two championships, you know, I would love for you to come talk to me at the 1.5. Uh, it's it's cute. It's, yeah. it's, it's cute. It's cute. Two. At the end of the day, I have, I have another championship title and I have cash flow from the championship pot, thus making me a champion again. Uh, and I won your other family's league as well. That was a breeze. That one, honestly. Well, nobody likes showboats, Matt. And that's where we're going to end it today, guys. We appreciate everybody hanging out with us to the end. Uh, maybe you're liking the fantasy football talk. Maybe you're not. If you're not, like, drop a comment, man. We'll move this to something else. Maybe start up another channel where we talk about sports and some BS. Uh, but if you enjoyed it or you want to get into fantasy football, go to ESPN.com, set up an account. There's a lot of friendly leagues you can join uh, or get some people together to play with. It's pretty fun. Uh, but, yeah, like, comment, subscribe. Matt, you want to leave off with anything? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, if you, you know, comment or whatever, and you want us to join your league, I'll join any league for any amount of money. I'm pretty confident in myself. Uh, well, not any, not any amount of money. Let me, I have a cap of like 50 bucks. Uh, you have a kid coming too. So, you yeah, know yeah I got a second kid in the way. You know what I mean? Pay, PC ain't gonna pay for itself tomorrow. Uh, yeah, but that, yeah, dude. that's it. My TikToks have been a little bit slower because news has slowed down, but I am starting a new series. So, if you want to tune into that, feel free. It's a more analytical series. I'm gonna go by each team. Per player, I'm gonna have two parts per player. So like shots he's gonna have what makes him so special, and then what makes him so like negative in some aspects. Everybody will have that kind of duality to them. There'll be players that don't have a negative part of them, like you know, Celium isn't like bad or anything, but I'll find something to pick apart about him. But yeah, sure. new series starting soon on TikTok. All right, everybody. 
and everybody out there in Hawaii, I know this has been probably going to get yeah. to you guys, but prayers, thoughts, hope everybody's cool. Um, there's a lot of storms coming in in Arizona. I know a lot of our people are from Arizona. Uh, drive safe. Be careful. God bless. We love you. And I think we're out. Maybe not. I don't know why it's not going. It should be going. It could be going. <laughs>